Welcome back to the Fuel Her podcast. I am your host, Ashley Allen. I am super excited to get fueled today because today I am bringing on my friend, my best friend, who has been carving her own entrepreneurial way. (laughs) That word is so hard for me to say. Um, In online marketing for the last three years. She leads a health and fitness group online and has several super successful affiliate partnerships that she works with on the reg. Kyla is also a mom of a two-year-old little boy and is expecting baby number two with her husband. This girl's consistency and her willingness to just figure anything and everything out literally always leaves me in complete awe. Everyone, please welcome Miss Kyla Grass. Hey guys, I am so, 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 so excited to be here today. Like, ah, so excited, ready to get this going. Yes, oh, we're, we have some serious knowledge for you guys today, especially for anyone that works in the online space, marketing, social selling. I know I have a couple of friends on here that have their own Etsy shops um, or they do their own um, LLC with the circuit stuff. So all of you ladies are in for a really good treat. So let's get right into some questions. We're gonna get to know Kyla a little bit first and then her and I are both gonna give our top marketing tips for anyone, any woman working in online biz. So let's get to know our friend first here. Question one since I have known you, Kyla, for 10 plus years now. It's so crazy to say. So crazy. You didn't always want to be a stay-at-home or work-from-home mom. What changed from you growing your corporate career that you had started to wanting to be a more present mom? No, I definitely did not want to be a stay-at-home mom. I actually truly loved what I did at the time whenever I did get pregnant. And it didn't really change for me until I was about four, five months pregnant and I walked in to the bathroom and heard and saw one of my coworkers literally having to pump in the bathroom stall, like in the stall. Yeah, she didn't have like her own room or anything like that? No, no room, nothing. Had to go to the bathroom and pump. And I just knew right then and there that there had to be another way, that there was something else out there for me that I could still pursue and still work, whether that be at home, which I wanted that to be right then and there, and raise my son at the time. Yeah, I really connect with that because before I left corporate America to also be a stay-at-home mom, when my husband and I decided that was our move, I was pumping in an abandoned office that didn't have a lock on the door. And I got walked in on by several male coworkers in the three months that I decided to go back to work. So that was, that definitely, I'm not gonna lie, that had a little bit to do with my decision to leave. Um, Okay, so what was the dynamic of the situation that drove you to really decide to pursue a career, like pursue creating an income Mm -hmm. from home? So not just be a stay-at-home mom and just do this, the stay-at-home mom responsibilities and duties because that's a full job in itself, Preach. but also yeah, <laughs> but also to create an income from home. So after that incident happened, like I said, I was about four to five months pregnant. And about that time, like, I put it in my husband's ear like, hey, like this is something I want to do, but I want to do it back home. At the time, we were actually living in Columbus, Ohio for my husband's job. And I was like, but we have to move home. And around... That six month pregnant mark, we finally sold our house in Ohio and had to, that's a whole nother story, but I had to go live with my in-laws for a month and a half while pregnant with our two dogs. And I 
neither my husband or I wanted to wanted me to actually go and work because I was six months pregnant. Luke was going to be born. Sorry, my son was going to be born in about three months. There's literally no reason to start a new job, have to learn all the things again, just to go take maternity leave again. So we decided at that moment in time that I was going to be a quote unquote, stay at home working mom and go towards all of my entrepreneurial dreams that I had. Oh, I love it. And she is a boss. So, okay, you've entered into this new adventure of self-employment, working for yourself legitimately. What's your, What were your biggest initial fears and obstacles in those very first month or that maybe that first year? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, it's deep. It's, it's so deep and it's so It's so real. scary. It's, yeah, and it's so, so real. So the feeling of not being worthy of literally anything, I self-sabotaged myself so many times because I truly just didn't think I was worthy of the dreams that I had, of the dreams I had for my family. I just, it was, the worthiness there was the my biggest fear. And that is such a trauma response though, because not every woman struggles with that, with that fear or that deep feeling. But I do think a lot of us do, especially around, you know, your mid-20s, in between your mid-20s to right before you're 30, you know, you're still figuring yourself out. You're still figuring out your purpose on this earth. And I think a lot, especially with today's culture, but like they don't know that their job and their career isn't their purpose. Even if you're working online and you're creating this brand and your message, this messaging online, your purpose in this earth is to love others and serve others and love God and love others. And that's literally it. Mm-hmm. And how you do that is completely up to you. You have a unique purpose and you're fearfully, wonderfully made. That's, you know, I talked about last week, but trauma response, trauma, trauma, trauma. So let's, <laughs> let's get into that. How long, like, tell me a little bit about your childhood and um, maybe your past to really set in stone that unworthy feeling, lack of confidence, all those insecurities. So it's so crazy because it took me a long, long time to realize like that it was actual trauma talking. Um, little backstory with my childhood, my biological father was always a here again, gone again father. Um, he was a narcissist, an alcoholic, and at any point in time, he would just pick his stuff up and leave me and my sister and my mom. And as a little girl, especially a little girl, that is traumatizing, literally seeing your dad walk out the door and not knowing when he's going to come back. And Just by because of his choice, too. Yes, yeah. his choice, 100% his choice. And that continued with my life until um, the last time he walked out of my life was in April of 2017. And it's just... The trauma has always, always been there. And the the not feeling worthy is where that comes from because always in the back of my mind, I think of, oh my gosh, like I'm going to reach out to this person. I'm going to feel all these feels and then they're going to be able to walk out and leave with no remorse, no feelings, and just have nothing to do with me anymore. So like that feeling of worthiness is like, it cuts me deep. And how long do you think this past, like this childhood traumas and childhood and traumas that you picked up, you know, just living on this side of heaven throughout life held you back in your entrepreneurial journey? Like how long do you think it held you back? I'm literally, I wish you guys could see me because I'm over here like cracking <laughs> up because it, a solid two-ish, two and a half years, it held me back for so so long because I just didn't think that I was 
worthy of the accountability, the inspiration, all of that, nothing. So you were still doing the things though. Like you weren't not doing the things, right? Like you weren't not working. You were still working. It just wasn't exactly clicking, right? Correct. I was, yes, I was still working 100%. And making but, money. And making money, but it wasn't clicking. The um, Like I said, like before, I was self-sabotaging myself. Like things were working, but in the back of my mind, I was waiting for like the other shoe to drop always. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think... So it's pretty much mindset, obviously, like unworthiness, just the mindset and unlocking and leveling that up. Why do you think it held you back for so long? Like why do you think that it, you maybe... you didn't see it or you just didn't unlock that part or what? How, like, why do you think that so is? So I truly don't think I saw it. I mean, I had other people would see it and would say something to me and I would just shake it off. Um, I don't think I saw it until like I actually started like diving deep and doing a lot of like personal development and trying to figure things out for like myself, but also having like that source of accountability to, to go to you and to be like, Hey, like this is what's going on with me and I need help, what should we do? Yeah, mentorship has been huge on this journey together for sure. Yeah. Which I wouldn't do it any other way. But it's also been cool because you have to, everyone's on their own journey still. So they still have to figure out their own stuff. Like even if you have a mentor, the best one in the world, like, yeah, you know, do you, Judas had Jesus and he still fell. So yeah. it's like, you still have to do the hard work. Um, but that leads perfectly into this question of like, so what have you been doing to overcome and to conquer these insecurities and this mindset that you're not worth your dreams and goals and success, which even means money and income um, that come with you from the traumas like that? Oh, girl, I will preach this so I'm blue in the face. Personal development, personal development, personal development. You guys are obviously here for a reason. Ashley is one of the biggest queens about personal development, and she has taught me about it as well. Um, Guys, nobody is too good for personal development. We all go through our struggles, and we all need help sometimes, and that is what it's done for me. I've read so, so many books. I've listened to so many podcasts. I've listened to so many Audible books. You have to work on what's going on in your life now, what you're struggling with now, And my like big aha moment was um, the book called The Greatest You by Trent Shelton. He, I will, I'm going to read you guys like I have two little oh my gosh moments from, if you guys have the book, please go grab it right now. Open it up. Chapter six. He says, forgiveness is a gift you give yourself because when you forgive, you free yourself from the control of others who don't mean the best for you. Forgiveness is taking your power back. They controlled your past. Don't give them the power to control your future. One, right there. Mike, drop. Okay, Trent, I hear you. And then the other one that I have written down and highlighted everywhere. If you hold on to feelings of anger and resentment over someone who did you wrong, you're letting that person control a piece of your life. You aren't in charge of someone, your act of your actions, and many of your emotions because of someone else. By what he or she did to you in the past, it's dictating them from a distance. It is a crazy amount of power to give to someone else, especially someone who has proven that he or she doesn't have your best interest at heart. Trent Shelton, shout out. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. Um, We will have the book, Trent Shelton's book, in our show notes. So if you want to go grab that book, you'll just be able to go click it. 
I'm not that's not an ad or anything. We don't get a commission off nope. that. We're just letting you know, like, that's the book that Kyla's talking about, and it'll be in the show notes. Um, but, okay, back to the question. Um, so you've been doing a bunch of personal development. Obviously, books have been working in you, and you've been able to do all of that. What is something you would tell day one business owner Kyla today? Oh, my gosh. To not... <sighs> Just to not worry about what other people are going to think. Do you do what sets your soul on fire and be the real you. Like 100%. We don't have to be perfect, y'all. The only perfect person that has ever walked the face of the earth is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is it. Nobody else is perfect. So be the real you. And that would have saved my butt so so many times. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, it definitely. I Authenticity took me practice, like for sure. That was my 2019 word. It took me mm. all of that year to, to, to figure out what it even meant. Yeah. Like, because I don't know why. I just like, I just really struggled with what is authenticity and like, how do I find that in myself? Yeah. Um, especially as an Enneagram 8. I know you guys have heard me talk about that, but it, like finding that authentic self was... Hard. It was a it was a it's hard. It was a time. It took me time. Um and but there is hope. There you still figure it out. Like you just have to do the work. Okay, so are you ready to drop some mad marketing tips for these babes? Oh, so ready. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna bounce back and forth. I have three. Kyla has three. Kyla's gonna go first with tip number one. She just kind of touched on it too. I did kind of touch on it, so I'm gonna touch on it just a little bit more. Guys, be the real you. Um, especially if you're on Instagram now. Like there's such a an issue with comparing other people's lives um because it looks perfect no like i said nobody is perfect nobody's lives are perfect so be the real you show the real and the raw it doesn't have to, like your feed doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to have the perfect filter girl you don't even need a filter you don't need the the right lighting it just literally takes you showing up to be who you actually truly are yeah i love that um my tip number one is focus on what you can control you, and Kyla just touched on this. Comparison is the killer of joy. It is the stealer of focus. And getting you can get distracted today, literally, just by scrolling when you shouldn't be scrolling. So focus on what you can control. And what I mean by that is your vision. You can control that. You're consistent. Your consistency. You control that. Your content. What your your messaging that you're bringing to the table. You control that. Stop looking at what everybody else is doing in your field. And focus on what you have to say because if you're taking in and consuming everyone else's content, then their words are going to come through you and you're going to start sounding like them and not like you. You need to create before you consume. Um, so another thing you control is the quality of your work. So if you're a Etsy person and you, or you're a circuit maker, like make sure that everything is you know damn good and to the best quality and you're serving your person, your confidence is up there, you're working on that daily, your dedication to God's call over your life, that is all things that you can control. You cannot control money, the mm -hmm. money that you're bringing in, the, pe you know, the people around you, you can't control your spouse, like your best friends, the support, your family support, you can't control any of that stuff. So just focus on what you can control. Kyla, number two. Y'all, pause. Go back 30 seconds and re-listen to what she just said. No joke. Hit record on your phone. Do it right now. Like, 
I am literally over here like, oh, yes. Okay. So Ashley even touched on it. Not everybody is going to approve of what you're doing. No matter what it is, there's somebody out there that is always going to judge you. 100%. Literally, no matter what you need to still continue to put yourself out there and put out the content that you want to put out, not what Joe Schmo wants you to put out, what you want to put out. Your social media, your platform is literally for the people that you want to have a conversation with, that you want to connect with, not with the other people that you see the other girl on IG is is conversating with. Like, no, like that's their person. You need to find your people and make connections and like, Talk to them about the things in life that bring you joy and forget about everybody else's opinions, 100%. Okay, Ashley's tip number two is a little bit on the technical side. So if you aren't taking notes yet, seriously, if you're driving, if you're in the shower, just pause. But create a workflow as soon as possible, you guys. What I mean by that is write all of your tasks down that you have, like whether that's creating a physical product, whether that's creating content, whether that's um, your social media marketing schedule, whatever it is, like write down all of your tasks, batch them into groups, all the ones that are similar, and then put them into a workflow. So on Monday, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. On Tuesday, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. So you have a workflow so you can get in, get out, be more productive, and stop wasting six hours or plus a day, like not knowing what the heck you're doing yet because you're like, oh, okay, I did a brain dump this morning and I'm going to do this today. And you're like, but oh wait, I have X, Y, Z that I still need to do until by tomorrow. No, you guys, I've wasted so many years doing that, doing life and business that way. You have to create a workflow as soon as possible. Um, And once you're able to do that, you can set work hours and a schedule. So if you need to get up and have a two hour work block before or an hour work block before you go to work, you will know exactly what you're doing. And then you have a two hour work block at night or an hour work block at night and you know exactly what you're doing. So you can turn off your phone, turn it on airplane mode, work for two hours, get in, get done, and you are able to turn your brain off instead of going to bed, freaking out about your business and what you didn't get done that day. Okay, so my last, last tip, guys, consistency. Like, I know it can be scary, especially if your platform is social media, which it doesn't have to be. No, not we at would all. Get it, I'll get into that in a different episode, but it doesn't have to be social media. But if it is, sorry. You, you have to be consistent. Like you have to be. It is the biggest key to whatever success is in your like book. Consistency is the key. And guess what? If something isn't working, guys, don't quit. Don't give up on yourself. All you have to do is stop, pause, shift your mindset, and go a different way. Pivot. Like Ross, Pivot. guys. Ross and friends. Pivot! Pivot. <laughs> yes. Just like that. Consistency. Now, I'm not saying you have to show up on social media 24-7. Guys, That this is 2021. This isn't 2017. Like, Preach. you do not have to show up 24-7. You are, it is okay to take a break. Enneagram threes, do you hear me? It is okay <laughs> to take a break. You need that. Your mind needs that and your body needs that to just refuel big time. That's also go back to that last tip I had of workflow because you can just say, okay, I'm working in social for 30 minutes and you get all that done. So you, you know, that's my next tip. But anyway, so yeah, 
keep going. So consistent. She's the queen of consistency. She shows up every single day, day in and day out. As her best friend, I've watched her go from drowning in social media to being healthy and having boundaries and Preach. all the things. But I do want to ask just because I hate when people give the fluffy stuff and not like the tactical stuff. So Kyla, what do you mean by consistency? When you, So if you are working, someone that's working on social media, um, maybe, so let's say, let's do two things. So maybe um, if someone's pro- like just has an Etsy shop or just has, like just does, um, has an LLC with a circuit and makes things, what, how do you think they need to be showing up? What do you think they actually need to be doing to show up on social media daily and then like maybe weekly? So daily, I, so if you have like an Etsy shop or an LLC, like daily, just show up on your stories. Like yeah. it doesn't, maybe but, yeah, show five your, stories. show your face every on day. one of them, but every day, yeah, every single day, show or your, your product. Too. Yeah. But that was my own next thing. Yeah. Show your product, whatever you're selling guys, show it off. Like in your stories, and I know everybody gets so scared of the stories, but guys, like stories are literally 15 seconds for a reason. It's not like people look at my stuff, well, look at my stories, like, oh my gosh, she's on her phone all the time. No, used to be, yes. Now I take pictures with what I'm doing, and whenever I am with friends, with family, my phone is down, and I post those later. Yeah. Um. So I would definitely say daily, like show your face at least once on stories. Show if you're making a physical product, show your physical product. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to say is, um, if you do have a physical, maybe you're making your own physical product or shirts or your Etsy shop or whatever, don't be shy to share them con- like consistently, like every single day, because. Studies have shown just with the way social media and like marketing and every advertising is going, somebody has to see something I think 17 times or 17 to 36 times before they buy it Isn't nowadays. It crazy? So it used to be back in like 2015 that number was seven I think seven yeah. to nine. So don't be afraid because everyone is just getting bombarded. So don't be afraid to show your stuff because they're not even not everyone's looking actually. Like not everybody's looking. So which they, brings me hold on I'm sorry which brings me to this if you're selling a physical product guys. Let your friends and family know and have them share it on their platform. Yeah. Your eyes are good. Um, the other thing, other than stories, is reels, you guys. They're, mm. they're huge for growing your following, like cold market-wise. If you start posting reels and start engaging on um, maybe even like even if you just follow, you liked it, maybe you like reality or bachelor. I don't like that stuff, but you know, I like, I follow like Brene Brown and Mel Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but like if you start engaging with those people, their, your feeds are going to be intertwined with other people that follow those people. So if you just create probably like three or four reels a week and then stories every day, your posts on your feed, honestly, like you could post on your feed, like Two or three times oh, a week yeah. and be fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, I just wanted to give you, I know that was a little tangent, but I wanted to give you guys some actual tangible tips on consistency when we say consistency is really key. So my last tip, my last tip is automate and communicate, baby. Okay? Automate and communicate as soon as you can. You guys don't actually have to create an Instagram feed blurb. What am I thinking? Like a caption mm. every single day, right? You know, in the middle of the day, you can create those all on Saturday or all on Sunday or all on Monday in a time block and then schedule them out. If you have a Facebook group, you can take the pictures and create the posts and schedule them out for a week or two weeks in advance. So you're automating those things and you're not doing them every single day and taking all of that time away. And what I mean by communicate <laughs> You guys, if you're a business owner, and especially if you're a new one trying to get it off the ground, you have to be able to communicate your vision, your dreams, your heart, and your boundaries with as many people as you can, 
but especially if you're married or you have a significant other, your spouse, your fiance, they, if they're not supporting you, like really, I really have to ask the question of like, are they not supportive of you or are you actually just not create or communicating your boundaries clearly? Um, my husband and I, probably the first year when I went into my own business, um, we struggled a lot because I wasn't communicating with him why I was doing this. Like he saw me working and then of course when the money came, he's like, okay, I get it. But he, we still struggled because he was just like, she's taking all of this time away from this family and from me. And I don't know why, like it's just for money or whatever. So we struggled and until I communicated why and what I needed from him, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. But now it's like light and day. So before, you know, my husband's like, okay, I just, I got home. Like the house is a mess. What have you been doing all day? And <laughs> husbands don't, don't Do say that. Do not say those Do words. not say that ever. Um, but I was, you know, looked at, looked at him with a glaring, he is still alive today, ladies. <laughs> um, but it, it's light and day now he knows and is supportive and is loving and, and helps and picks up the slack and has been an amazing supportive spouse, but it wasn't until I cre communicated. So automate and communicate ASAP, baby girl. Okay, those are our those are our tips. Do you want to recap them really fast? You can go all, all through six really fast. All through six? Yep. yep. Okay, so first ones is just be you guys. There's enough perfect IGs out there. We don't need any more of them. Two, um, not everybody is going to approve of what you're doing still once again be you show up three consistency consistency be consistent guys ashley's tips are focus on what you can control your vision your consistency oh there's that word again <laughs> your content your messaging just what you can control that's what you need to focus on create a workflow as soon as possible i promise you guys like this is, if this is anything you take away from these tips, this one is the big one because you will find yourself scrolling endlessly during your work hours and not getting anything done. Create a workflow. And last but not least, communicate and like automate your content and communicate with your spouse, please. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, we hope or I hope you have gotten some serious notes from this because it was juicy. Um, if you absolutely loved it and if you got something from it please share this episode with someone who needs to hear this if you have a team of your own put that in your put it put the episode in your team page like let's get everybody all hyped up about marketing and just showing up as ourselves because that's really when you find joy and this space is super fun also share this episode in your instagram stories so kyla and i can say hi and thank you so much make sure you tag us our instagram and all of our social medias will be in linked in the show notes kyla go ahead and tell us where we can they can find you though Okay, so my IG account is at Kyla, K-Y-L-A-G, fit. That's where y'all can find me. But don't you have a bomb-ass email list, though? Like, don't you do Ooh. some cool stuff there? Yeah. Yes, I do, actually. So my email is Kyla, K-Y-L-A, grass. Yes, guys, like G-R-A-S-S, -S, <laughs> like the grass on the ground. <laughs> fitness at gmail.com. So one more time, Kyla, grass, fitness at gmail.com. And Kyla has a health and fitness group that you can be a part of, but like I said, her email list is free and she gives really good content um, of healthy motherhood, healthy pregnancy, nutrition, workouts, all the things. So go subscribe to her email list as well. Um, of course, the Fuel Her Sisterhood is always here too. It's a completely free Facebook group where women that listen to the podcast get to just get to know me better. I give 
Q&A and live tips in there monthly. We just have a lot of fun and there's freebies and giveaways. So those, all of those things will be linked in the show notes for you guys as resources. But the last thing that I ask every single guest I have on the podcast is what is your favorite Bible scripture that gets you through your toughest, toughest days? So this one is, guys, this question is a lot harder than you think, just so you know. John 20, 16 through 18, whenever Jesus goes to Mary when he first gets out of the tomb and tells Mary, go tell the disciples that I have risen, just the way that he say like said Mary's name just gives me chills like granted I guess like I can't obviously we can't hear him but I just hope and pray to hear my name from that man's mouth one day like Kyla go tell everybody like I have risen like oh it just hope that's a lot of hope so what was the scripture though so you want me to read the whole thing yeah go ahead okay Jesus said Mary turning to his face he she said in Hebrew Rabboni thank you meaning teacher Jesus said, don't cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I have I ascended to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went, telling the new disciples, I saw the Master, and she told them everything he said to her. Ugh. Yeah, hope. There's a lot of hope and power in those scriptures. And so I will have those also linked in the show notes and every other guest of mine scriptures in there. I love hearing what gets other people through their tough times because who doesn't need a little dose of hope every now and then? Um, Okay, you guys, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much. I love you so much, Kyla. And I know you're going to be back really soon with some amazing news. And I know I cannot freaking wait for that. Until next time, you guys, I hope you're fueling your heart, fueling your mind, and fueling your body so you can free your soul. Bye! Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you. And I just wanna say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.